Oh, what about that new fire John here team tune hot off the decks and made by none other than world champion freestyle scratch master Dublin's own the ejaculate oh man what a fucking job you've done so amazing <sighs> right where do I start First of all, I am delighted that all you sly grogging suburbanites can join me in paying tribute to the old melody gods this dead winter's festibule. This is episode 14 of Fire Drawn Air and this is, if you've been paying attention to any of the social media stuff I've been up during the week, this is the drunken Christmas edition. So basically it was my 40th birthday a few weeks ago and I ended up with bags and bags of amazing beer and I'm going to be delving into some of that today and um, first one I have here in front of me is from the Colonel Brewery in London and this is their Export India Porter so I'm gonna... do you ever watch them um, Real Ale Craft Beer on YouTube and it's like right let's get this out and into the glass Right, this looks and smells absolutely delicious. Oh, fuck me. Oh, amazing. This is like one of those deadly porters that still have a bit of that astringent bite or that little kind of kick to it, you know? It's kind of, um, it's what I imagine that stouts and porters were like back in the day, you know? had that little kind of bit of bitterness still to them that the that bitterness that you can tell has been taken out of guinness over the years to kind of dumb it down kind of popularize it we could still get it in beamish and those kind of stouts but that's just something that phew, i think it's amazing to me it totally tastes like an old school porter thing it's something that you get from those darker grains in the mash <sighs> well i'm sure you'd like to um sit there listen to me drink beer all night well you're you're going to anyway um i strongly advise getting a few cans from the offie getting something down from the top shelf of the cabinet and just uh just go with it why not it's that time of year um first of all the first track i'm gonna play tonight is from the new ruscavellas release which is called the connacht peep show so this is a collection of songs from two great musicians based in Dublin, Sean Fitzgerald and Ben McKenzie, and it is a, a body of work that's based on the poetry of a man called Seamus O'Kelly, um, and it's really amazing, it just came out a few weeks ago, 
um, so this is the opening track, The Grey Rands of the She, followed by a song called The Little Branch. Round ballads of Connacht, Grey Rands of the She, what dreams the folk cradle away by the sea? These all be me chattels, me packers folklore, so step up the gangway and sample my store. Prime songs of good tinkers, the spells of wise hags, the keen and the mourners, and shuliers and rags. There's praise for the shearers, for the wind and the sail, the joys and the toucher, and madwoman's tale. For such be me rhyming, my trumpet I blow. Now step up, kind friends, to the conic peep show. Comes in the wind be times the stars of broken sleep. I pour a coop in the harlot stole, but now she doesn't weep. For Pax is getting old, so old she never counts the days. And people going by her door don't understand the ways. But long and long ago she tell that a child she oak took. The little branch the harlers came one seven night to pluck. A band of pipers from the hill came down the windy night And the music strange made at her door unseen the human sight When Porrick rose up from his dreams the light shone in his face It lured him by the dim boreen down to the Harland place The Shio curled for his soul one side a team in blue the other decked in gossamer and night of the shadow through. So up and down the wind they went, marking the flying ball. While all the time Peck streaming lay held in a magic thrall. A cry comes in the wind beat times your stores are broken sleep. I pour a coon the hurler stall, but now she does not weep. For Pax is getting old, so old she never counts the days. And people going by a door don't understand the way. At last St. Brendan touched her eyes, she saw the open door And knew the handsome child had gone on whom she'd set such store She saw him on the brown hillside among the flashing hosts And heard a cry of goal, a goal, with shouts and lusty boasts Hurried by the boring dim and made the holy sign And all the hurlers on the hill fell into marching line Mufazidine Pax wildly cried, but then the host had passed And lo, the child was swept away all in a fairy blast A cry comes in the wind beat times our stores a broken sleep A poor the hurler stole, but now she does not weep our Pax is getting old, so old she never counts the days. People going by a door don't understand the way. Ah, uh, really lovely stuff there from the Ruscavellas. Um, I really love the concept of that album. Um, it's the whole idea behind it. Really, really lovely and heartfelt. Um, I've known that it was in the works for some time, and I'm just, I think it's great that it's seen the light of day. Um, why don't you wait until the next Bandcamp Friday and buy the album for yourself? Support the lads. Um, go on, be really sound. Um, next up, I want to. Geez, I'm just gonna go straight in and just get all Christmassy straight away. Fuck it. Um, 
The next band I want to play, a band that I've had the pleasure to play with a number of times over the years in lots of different situations and scenarios. Um, one that I've kind of, I've watched, I've watched, um, I've watched them develop. I've seen them kind of develop in, you know, just their style has just grown so amazing. And I've, I mean, I liked them from the very first moment I heard them, but I think just how they've evolved over the years has been really fascinating and it's been really deadly to see. Um, but this is Stick in the Wheel and their, I mean, their latest album, Hold Fast, is just a fucking deadly album. Really, really interesting stuff. I think they're just taking the kind of whole concept of folk music in the whole different direction it's never been done before um, you might be familiar with the tune Drive the Cold Winter well, I know Horse Lips recorded an instrumental version of it years ago but this is Stick in the Wheel and their take on the song
strife. There were three wise men from afar, directed by a glorious star. And on they wandered night and day until they came where Jesus lay. And when they came unto that place where our beloved Messiah Humbly cast them at his feet with gifts of gold and incense sweet. Oh, lovely stuff there from Bird Ellen, and that was from their um, second studio album that they just released a few weeks ago called Says the Never Beyond. So what they say about that is the record is a collection of carols and winter song that occupied liminal space between sacred and secular connecting to the deep seasonal traditions of Britain and Ireland um, and it's really lovely so you should definitely get your hands on that that was a song called a Wexford Carol Now this Wexford Carol is kind of famous in its own way and some people have posited over the years that it came all the way from the 12th century but um, apparently that's not true. It's more like kind of 16th century. Um, but anyway, get your hands on that album. It's cool. Um, so I have been looking at kind of just suitable kind of Christmassy songs that I could put on this. And obviously I don't want to play all the bollocksy ones. Um, you, hear, you hear enough of them around the place. But maybe I'll, I'll play the bollocksy ones as well. Um, but first of all, I want to look at the song... God rest you merry gentlemen because I think it's, it's kind of interesting to see these kind of Christmas carol songs that followed all the same kind of roots as a traditional song would you know being printed on ballad sheets moving around the world in that kind of way um, and I want to play a recording from I think this was made in 1927 I'm not 100% definitely the 20s anyway <laughs> Editor's note, it was actually 1917. Um, and the group was just credited as the carol singers. But here you go. This is God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Oh, and actually before we go into the next song, it's time to open a second beer of the show. And this is just a really, really good, reliable beer. It's Body Riddle by Whiplash. Oh, now, Whiplash are... It's no secret. My favourite Irish brewery at the moment. Kinnegar coming up a close second, but Stephanie Whiplash in the first position there. I just think they... Oh, there's I just not nothing like them in the rest of the country. I think there's other people who try to do similar stuff, but to me, they just... They nail the big beer. Like, you know, the big double IPAs or the Imperial Stouts, they absolutely nail that style. They just get the balance so well. And I like the fact that they've managed to get some sense of those dirty, dank, juicy, 
hoppy like big IPAs they've managed to kind of get the sense of that into a smaller beer um, which like like uh, Body Riddle or Rollover but the Body Riddle one I'm drinking now is only 4.5 but it is just oh it's so nice and cloudy and it, it makes me just feel like I'm after drinking a little bit of sunshine mmm ah anyway this is the Carol Singers oh actually one little thing I forgot to mention about this name God rest ye merry gentlemen, or God rest you merry gentlemen. It's, it's it's not what you think it is, right? It's it's not God rest ye merry gentlemen. It's God rest ye merry gentlemen. Like the comma should be after the merry. It's like if God rests you merry, he leaves you happy. So it's God rest ye merry gentlemen, as opposed to God rest ye merry gentlemen. Anyway, very very fucking boring aside, but there you go. Um, enjoy the song.
arrest these merry gentlemen and make them go away. Arrest these merry gentlemen, that may be Christmas Day. But they're singing and they're shouting and they're causing an affray. So take tidings to Constable Joy. Constable Joy, so take tidings to Constable Joy. Arrest these merry gentlemen a-begging in the street. They're dirty and they're ragged, they've no clothes upon their feet. They're not the type of person who we really wish to meet. So take tidings to Constable Joy. Constable Joy, so take tidings to Constable Joy. Arrest these merry gentlemen, they're rough, unruly louts. Now they've started arguing, and loudly they do shout. And soon I think we'll see some Christmas boxing breaking out. So take tidings to Constable Joy, Constable Joy. So take tidings to Constable Joy. Arrest these merry gentlemen who in the gutters crawl. The good, the bad, the ugly, the long, the short, the tall. We'd like to wish a miserable Christmas to them all. So take tidings to Constable Joy. Constable Joy, so take tidings to Constable Joy. <laughs> and that was the one and only Kipper family from Trunch in Norfolk and they were singing a song called Arrest These Merry Gentlemen. I'm not going to say anything about the Kipper family, but they will bring so much joy to your hearts this Christmas if you decide. Even if you decided to get into them tomorrow, you'd still be breaking your shit laughing at Christmas time. I guarantee you. Um, I was in two minds whether or not to include the next song because I was just looking into um, God Rest These Merry Gentlemen and I was... Because, okay, I'm going to, like, afterwards, I'm going to kind of spoil this a bit. I'm going to go into another Irish song that it kind of sounds like. But um, I came across this version and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll put that in the show. And then I was like, no, I won't put it that in the show. And then I'm like, now I'm like, yeah, I will put it in the show. Because it's absolutely fucking nuts. Um, So here you go. little bonus to you. Because I realised I, um, I can make as long a show as I want and just keep it going and then just edit it down for the radio but you know it could be anything fucking Christmas special you know that's a thing isn't it in our culture um, so with that in mind I'm gonna play this song it's God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen by Annie Lennox God rest ye merry gentlemen let nothing you dismay for Jesus Christ our Saviour was born on Christmas Day To save us all from Satan's past when we were gone astray Glad tidings of come 
So you might have been wondering what I've been doing bringing you up this little garden path. Um, but before I answer that question, I want to do this. I'm uh, cracking open a can of Lupaloid IPA by uh, Beavertown Brewery. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Beavertown Brewery, but as far as I know, they're owned by the son of like fucking your man Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin or something. Mm. And I make fucking good beer generally, but um, to be honest, this isn't that amazing. I had some other stuff a few years ago. They do a beer called Gamma Ray, which is great. Um, and a few other ones. Neck Oil is one. Black Bay is another good one. But this is like um, me, it's all right. Like, but I wouldn't be writing home about it anyway. Let's put it that way. But anyway. Back to um, the 
matter at hand. I have um, been kind of leading this up because for years I was thinking about the similarity of that song God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen to a song that's well known in Dublin now. This song, I have to say, it's not the most right on song you'll have ever heard um, for years because, okay, basically I have a Brazilian connection with family and I'm used to hearing people making kind of statements about Portuguese people like that range from just laughy laughy ones to you know oh there's a bit more something serious there like you would hear sometimes people saying about um English people in Ireland that kind of thing you know mostly in a, in a jocular kind of manner and it's not the people that they have out and against it's more like the, the colonial systems and the rest of it so when if I come across a song that expresses like racism towards Portuguese sailors um I don't take it as the same I mean it's a racism yeah it's, it's still fucking racism but it's like directed against um an imperialist country this what that's this is what I thought in the past years ago when I heard it but now now I've, I have a different way of looking at it now I think that was a very idealistic way of looking at it now I just think like racism is just racism and it's it's all bollocks um and that's not even the most problematic thing about the song um but with that content warning aside, if you still want to listen to it, it's called The Maid of Cabra West and it was recorded by Frank Hart uh, back in the day, backed by Donal Lunny on the bazooki. Um, I think everybody knows this song. Anyway, let us know what you think of it yourself. Here we go. <laughs> It's all for the love of that fair young maid at Cabra West in Reside. Myself I lived up in Donnybrew, it is a one and a fippany ride. But there was a fly in the ointment now that you very seldom see. For although I loved her terrible well, she was in love with a Portuguese. Now he was a nasty piece of goods, Rosales was his name And he couldn't wait for to get his hands on Concepta who was me dame So I made a vow be the Grand Canal that I would do him in For I did not like them Portuguese And in particular I didn't like him So I followed them up to Grafton Street one evening just for fun. Around be the Mercer's Hospital is next door to the Bartley Duns. I spied them sitting in the corner seat, they were kissing and holding hands. And there he was seducing her with pints of baby shams. So I followed him up to his lodgings in Ratgara thereabouts And as he walked up the alleyway, sure I battered him inside out Well he gave out minis an oath and swear till he was dead I'm sure Then I lifted off the manhole lid and I dropped him down the sewer Now when the much she heard of this she made me life a hell And all for the sake of peace and quiet sure I did her in as well And as now I'm up before the judge to answer for me crime He says I didn't mind the first one son but not the second time 
now it's all for the love of that fair young maid and her Portuguese sailor boy. For the passionate love of that fair young maid, I've landed in Mount Joy. And if ever I get out again, may life I'll change and see. And I'll marry with a mutt from Walkinstown, who wouldn't look at a Portuguese. Right, now obviously you can see the similarity there in the air. Is that like the first kind of few bars? Um... Uh, yeah, like I said, something I was, I was singing about for ages, but I was trying to go a bit deeper because the reason why I actually thought even about the Frank Hart song was I was listening to the album A Folk Sang, um, or well, actually, no, I'm going to have to, because she's a Danish artist, I'm going to have to do the proper Danish pronunciation, something like Folkesang, 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 sorry, good people of Denmark, I love yous, and I think you're great, but um, yeah, I'm going to... Look, I'm trying to pronounce it properly, right? So the artist is called Merker. That's M-Y-R-K-U-R. Kind of more renowned for um, black metal kind of stuff. Not something I'm mad into personally. But she brought brought out this album of like kind of folk songs a while ago. I mean, the whole vibe of the album, it's not something I'm, I'd be mad about, you know. It's this whole kind of, you know, like when black metal bands do folk, it's all fucking this real bucolic. It's like, oh, these like buxom dairy maids standing up in the mountains blowing like medieval horns or whatever. It's all just a bit like, ah, fuck's sake. Um, no, it doesn't really do anything for me. Um, but this, yeah, it's like, I'm not even sure if this song is traditional because I looked up the lyrics. It don't seem to be traditional. Now, this, it could be, that they are a translation and the way the translation is made it just to me it seems like something very far apart but I have to admit that Scandinavian folk ballads are not my speciality at all I don't know very much about them I don't know what they sound like I don't know what they well I kind of know what they sound like but um, look all I'm saying is I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about this song is called Tor Helheim or oh actually it's Danish so it's like Tor Helheim, something like that. Um, it's yeah, no, just fucking listen to it. To me, it has the same like tune shape as the Maid of Cabra West or God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Like it, it, like the way the song is. It's and it's like it's not that it's the exact same tune, but it's to me it sounds connected anyway. I wrote to Merker and I said, "Here, look, I'm this dickhead that does a radio show slash podcasting. I'm really interested in traditional songs." what's the crack with this song? Um, is it traditional or is it your own thing? But she never got back. So look, I have to try and make up my own mind about it. Have a listen. Uh, see what you reckon. But I, I don't know, I think it's interesting to look at. Like I said, I want to shoehorn in any kind of connections to metal that I can in this show just because it's uh, the best crack. Um, anyway, here's the song. Merker Tor e Helheim.
En stol har et mandestandalt under vælvet sten. Den vejer hovedpande og skyer døden en pil. Der så man heller troede, at var hun lidt mod fod. Mod isen blå at skue.
So considering the fact that I was mentioning metal there and I've been talking about trying to shoehorn any metal I can into show, I decided to um try sorry I'm, I'm after <laughs> I'm after getting a bit burpy here. Um I decided I would try and apply the same tactics to a metal song as Felix Doran applied to the Fox Hunt. Have you ever heard of Fox Hunt? you know what I'm talking about. It's Felix Doran basically going through playing the fox hunt. It's one of these descriptive kind of pieces like the one about the Battle of Knockin' Us that I played um, well, months ago now. There's another one called the fox hunt whereby it's it's, it's a kind of like a virtuoso piece where like the mu- musician will try and get all these different sounds of the animal out of his instrument. Um, and then with the fox hunt it's kind of mixed in with a few different tunes as well like the fox chase jig and stuff like that but um, oh, I'll just play I'll know what I'm talking about but in the Irish tradition basically there was like basically if I think there was a few good few tunes like this in the past but the fox hunt and the other one um, oh what you call it like Alistrum's March is one of the pieces but it's the, it's the Battle of Knockin' Us um fuck why can't I think of it I could pause this and then go back and try and look it up online and then come back and then cut this bit out and then it'll sound like I really know what I'm talking about but it's um, it's Alistrum's March you know any trad people know what I'm talking about but um, yeah anyway the point I'm getting at is I wanted to see could this be applied to an Iron Maiden tune because obviously some of the earlier Iron Maiden tunes like on the kind of first and second album they have a very to me a very descriptive quality like they're trying to describe these situations through music and I've always thought that this was the case with the song uh, Genghis Khan that was on the Killers album which is maybe could be my favourite Iron Maiden album to be honest but um Anyway, I'll start off now just to kind of, you know, set the whole thing up. I'll play The Fox Hunt by Felix Dorn. Felix Dorn was an amazing piper. Don't think I've played him on the show before, but like fantastic brother of Johnny Dorn, um, who was probably more famous. Um, Johnny Dorn only made one recording and then tragically died very soon afterwards. Um, he was staying up in the corn market area of Dublin in his caravan. He was sitting on the steps one morning and... The wall blew over on top of the caravan, but it completely, um, it kind of like fell on top of him. And as he was being pulled out, his spine was damaged. He was paralyzed from the waist down. And a year and a bit later, he died um, from his injury. So he only ever made one recording. His brother Felix, however, made many recordings. But it's 
very instructive to me to look at the way in which so Johnny Doran's style is sometimes held up as the traveller style of piping but even if you look at the way his brother Felix played was very different in a lot of ways and I think sometimes when people talk about all oh, these styles or regional styles or traveller styles it's often what they're talking about is just one person's style and it was often people from the very same backgrounds or the very same place who did not have the same style. Anyway, maybe that's a discussion for another day. Um, oh yeah, I have another beer here. This is um, St. Bernardus Vatau. This is um, a Belgian with ale, but from Tokyo. I oh, know, crazy, right? Um, I'm going to whack this open. Not mad about these German whales. They're grand, and I kind of... I fancied a little product cleanser. Um didn't want to be just laying into all these IPAs so I'm gonna this actually tastes a bit sweet now <clears throat> maybe I'll drink a bit of water to try and clear it up if anyone had any communion wafers now could put them to good use but um yeah this tastes very sweet to me now after those a uh, couple of more hop forward beers mm. yeah I mean it tastes like a, a, a Belgian beer to me it's got that kind of clovey kind of vibe, almost like virgin on a banana kind of flavour from the Belgian yeast that they use. That wild and wacky Belgian yeast. Um, oh, they actually use Belgian hops. So it looks like it's brewed in Japan, but they use Belgian hops and obviously brew it to a Belgian style. Um, right, interesting. The Fox Hunt by Felix Doran. I'm going to play a very old piece of music called The Fox Hunt. It's uh, a hunt where they travel to the farms after the fox. It's a very old piece of music. And you hear the hens cackling, the dogs yelping, and it finishes up with the killing of the fox. Got it. 
Fox Dianel. to um, follow that up with some kind of statement like oh follow you that but do you know what I absolutely will fucking follow you that but before I follow you that I'm gonna follow you that with um, 
the new beer. This is another one from the Colonel that I started off with, but this is the India Pale Ale with Citra, Centennial and Simcoe. Now, I have uh, tasted the Colonel's stuff before, and I like it, I'm a fan. And they seem to be, you know, keeping it real over there in London. Fair play to you, the Colonel. Um, I've always enjoyed this beer. It's it's consistently good any time I've tried it. Oh, <laughs> you know when you pour into a glass and you just get that fresh waft of like floral hoppy goodness just like oh that I can already tell this is this is going to be amazing just by the smell of it holy moly oh now 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 that is what it's all about. Do you know, like, maybe I should talk about my own relationship with alcohol. So I'm one of these people, like, I, I really think that alcohol is, like, a absolutely magical substance. Um, People used to think that the yeast in a beer was, like, a miracle, like a gift from the gods. And I, I would, you know, I wouldn't be too far off from that interpretation. I brewed beer for a good number of years and I was mad into it and um, had to stop it now since I moved to be honest like I'm recording this from the attic of my man Dasgaff and um, like uh, yeah I, I love living out here I've been out here for the last year and a half and it's yeah everybody's doing stuff like this but yeah living in the attic of my man Dasgaff and all my brewing gear I had loads of brewing gear I sold it all because there's no room to brew out here I was doing I was living in house in Crumlin for a long time and I had to move out there about uh, a year and a half ago. Sold all my homebrew stuff. Because it was just... It was out in the side lane. And it was getting... All the rubber bits were getting rotten and stuff. Had a big tarp over it all. But it just... You know, it wasn't good. So I decided... I, I sold it all just in one go. For, you know, pretty cheap to a mate of mine. And, um... I... Yeah, I don't miss it. I don't drink that much anymore, really, at all. You know, I, I find it... Uh, I like to save it for like good occasions, you know. It's it's a uh, it's something that I really I enjoy so much. I want to keep enjoying it forever. Like it brings it me to a special part of my brain that I don't normally access, and you know I don't want to abuse that. I want to, I want to just uh, enjoy it and have it there. I want to have it there to access for for the rest of my life so I go through long phases where I don't drink at all and then sometimes I just fucking love nothing more than going for it and I enjoy it all the more because of that and then like tonight I'm really 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 enjoying it <laughs> but anyway you don't need to hear any more about me and my um my views on alcohol I just want to say that this India Pale Ale 7.4 ABV by the Colonel Brewery in London it's a very nice beer Um, but anyway I'm going to follow that now with this story right this oh my god this fucking story I have been aware of this story for a number of years and it came I don't know came kind of back into my mind recently and I got back in touch with the person who knows all about it. And that man is a fella called Ronan Galvin. Now, Ronan Galvin is an absolute fucking legend of a man. Um, it, yeah, I would say an authority on the Donegal tradition, on the people in Donegal tradition. 
sorry I'm stumbling away here like the the, basically what I want to get across is that he has a very holistic approach to folklore and the folk tradition and everything else he's got such an innate understanding of um, all of these things he's he's an absolute legend Um, really amazing fiddle player in that great like southwest Donegal style that um, you you know, maybe a lot, maybe some of you aren't actually familiar with the Southwest Donegal style. I think, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play like a tune or two from that fiddling tradition just as a kind of like, I don't know if, if you haven't heard of it. I think, I think you need to start listening to it right now. It's like one of the most amazing parts of the tradition in Ireland. Um, it's a very, like, it sounds very different to the rest of the music in Ireland and for many years it was denigrated as being something that was, like, just devolved Scottish music, you know? It was like, oh no, that's just, like, they're, they're trying to play Scottish music but they can't do it. But it was, it's its own living tradition and it evolved in a very, like, specific circumstance. And I think there was probably a lot of these like very distinctive styles I mean people talk about regional styles but now the regional styles in fiddle playing and stuff it's only like okay so there's like the you know um, kind of there's there's Munster there's like Galway Clare there's Donegal and then there's like the Sligo tradition the Leitrim tradition and uh, I, I, I'd say in the past there was just way more I'd say every like townland you went to I think there was just a lot like like probably accents in the way we speak, the way they would be now, um, but I yeah the the Donegal one um because a lot of people say that because cultists never made it past Donegal town, and set west Donegal it, it, this very distinct regional style you really don't hear anything like this in the rest of the country survived, um the I'll play a tune now it's called the cat that kiddled in Jamie's wig by uh, Francie Jarrig Bourne from uh, Kilcar. Check this out and see what you think. the matter of hand the story goes that Ronan Galvin learnt this tune from James Bourne um, and there was a bit of folklore attached to it that it came from a shipwrecked sailor and as Ronan told me the first part of the tune sounded unusual to him um, the story was that it was a tarantella 
which is an Italian type of tune. Apparently it has some kind of like magical religious um, aspect to it, whereby when people were bitten out in the fields when they were working in the south of Italy, they would have performed this dance called the Tarantella and it made them sweat and you know it got more and more kind of frantic but they they basically they would sweat out the poison while they were dancing to this tune
Rowan told me he, he he was playing this tune for a number of years and he went to teach uh, fiddle lessons in France and one of his students one day he was on his break he was standing outside the classroom and just playing this tune to himself and one of the students came up and said hey I recognise that that's a, a Tarantella from down around Naples and Rowan said oh what and he said yeah he talked to him told him all about the, the Tarantella and so um, after this encounter, Ronan went back and he looked at the records in Donegal and he found out that there had been actually a shipwreck sometime in the early 1800s, the 1840s. It was pre-famine anyway. Editor's note, it was 1832. And there was a ship called the Grassen which had been sailing from... Bergen in Norway all the way down to Naples in Italy but had shipwrecked somewhere off the Donegal coast all, and all the sailors survived and um, they all swam into shore made their way into the the townland of Glencullen Kill and probably I mean as, as Ronan was telling me that you know sh- sailors wouldn't just be like you know it's not as if they swam ashore off a shipwreck and then just like you know walked to Dublin or whatever you know they would have stayed with local families so the story was that this tune came from um, a family and uh, the woman there was no musicians in the house now but she was a renowned lilter and she would have gotten the tune and from that way it would have passed into the repertoire of the Donegal fiddlers and passed down Oh, Gugloon, Gugloon, as I say, from generation to generation and ended up, yeah, um, being played with James Bourne and then passed on to Ronan Galvin. And I think that story is absolutely amazing. Um, Tarantella from the south of Italy being played in Donegal just by the chance of a shipwrecked sailor walking in and staying with a family. Now, obviously, like it was it was, it was pre-famine, um, you know, people talk about the fact that there was a lot more singing and dancing all around the country before the famine. But not only that, the, the fact that the people in the area would have only spoken Irish and the, the sailor, maybe, you know, he's Italian, maybe spoke English as well. But the people in Glencolm Kill at that time wouldn't have spoken English, but they had this shared language of music. And they were, you know, maybe he turned up at a house party or whatever one time, or he was, there was maybe a gathering in the house and you know he he lilted this tune at a party but whatever way it happened it ended up in the oral culture um of Donegal southwest Donegal it's it's amazing so kindly uh, Ronan recorded the tune for me and he said I could play it on the show so here it is it's the Donegal version with Tarantella now as he says himself maybe the second part of the tune the B part it was played by other musicians in the area um, I think he mentioned Vincent Campbell played it but um, the the first part of the tune he says it's not heard anywhere else and this is the part that it seems to be Italian in origin so here's the Donegal Tarantella
So I have to um, thank longtime listener and supporter of the show, Gaia Baldassari from Italy, who has been like really, really amazing in helping me trying to find and source the actual Italian tune that this Donegal um, Tarantella might be based upon. Um, haven't come up with anything really like, you know, like definite as of yet, but you know, still looking. Um, yeah, she's doing a deadly job getting on to all the right people in Italy, and I just think it's a, it's an amazing story, really amazing story. So there was um a poet called Maya Cannon, and she turned up at a talk that Ronan gave about, um, well, I don't know, was it actually about this story? But it was about the Donegal fiddling tradition. And he talked about this story, at least. Um, and she was so inspired by the story that she um, wrote a poem about it. And it was published in a book last year, which was actually entitled The Donegal Tarantella. And that's um, published by Carsonet Press, which you might want to check out. That's a lovely poem. It goes, Tunes wash up ocean polished pebbles. In the kitchens of South Donegal. Mazorcas, Germans, Highlands, Hornpipes, Jigs, Reels, all gone native since they were washed in by waves of returning emigrants. Napoleonic garrisons, travelling pipers, or fiddling tinsmiths. And in one fiddling family, a tarantella was passed down from a time before the famine before there was a fiddle in any house when shelter was afforded to a sailor rescued from the wreck of the grassen out of Bergen bound for Naples who one night at a house dance joined in the lilting with the tune from his native Italy to please a girl or to keep the dancers going on a floor of beaten clay a new tune, a gift, a ringing coin, tossed into the trove of northern music. Okay, next of all, I want to play a song by Yorkston Thorn Can, and this is called The Jealous Woman or Avan Ladoch. And thanks very much to James Yorkston for sending this on to me a few weeks ago. A woman beside the shore Reach out your hand To see if I am still To swim a stroke Have you no pity for a woman drowning Or none at all care little for her In your place tonight I will be In your blanket soft and 
was Yorkson Thorn and Can with a Van Ladach or the Jealous Woman and right at the moment I'm cracking open a Haunt Double IPA by Whiplash um, this, is, this is one of the fucking serious Whiplash beers I was talking about 8.2% it looks like orange juice pouring into the can It smells absolutely out of this world. Oh. I, certain things in life that I find it really hard to put words to. It's like... Oh, it's like trying to describe something when you only know like three words in a foreign language. If you try to use those three words to have a proper conversation with someone about something deep that matters to you. That's what I feel like sometimes when I have these experiences in life and oh whiplash. I mean I out of this world. I love it. Anyway, uh, during the week I was talking to, well I wasn't talking to, I was doing, I was on the internet basically and Jen Mitchell who is an absolute legend of a man, he saw that I was putting together a Christmas kind of show and he said, oh you, you know, should play this tune, Shirley Collins with the Cherry Tree Carol and I was like, yeah, do you know what, that is a deadly idea. 
So this is from her 1959 album, Sweet England. Imagine 1959. Like she was making albums in 1959 and she's still making albums now. I I cannot get over that. What a legend. Here she is. Classic stuff. 
classic. Do you know, I, I wasn't sure what, well, I was kind of going to go and I had a few tracks lined up that would have been the end of the show, but there was another one I was like, no, I don't want them to end, yeah. Um, so obviously I'm probably getting a bit larried and I just want to, I just want the fun to go on. But uh, I thought of a song, I've been listening to this song a lot recently and uh, it's it's very dear to my heart and it's a man who's singing I, I really love and I've loved since I've heard it the first time because my brother reminded me of this last month but uh, yeah, he, when I first heard him singing he really reminded me of my uncle Tommy singing and it, it just was like that was like a straight line to my fucking heart and um, the man is Luke Cheevers uh, and I just an absolute like legend of a man and one of my favourite singers in the world one of the uh, I don't know uh, there's so many things I could say about him but he like we had this session at the start of the month where it was his 80th birthday and it was my 40th birthday and so the people who organised the singing session which is the night before Larry got stretched they got the two of us to be the guests that night and I considered myself so absolutely honoured to even like be considered I don't know to just to do that with the man it's just it was amazing but this since then I, I, I just have his voice in my head all the time and I yeah this is one of the songs that I love listening to it's a recording from him from back in the 90s I think Um. It's a song called That's The Way. I think it's called That's The Way. Maybe it has another name. I don't know. But, uh, well, I hope he's like it even a bit as much as I do. There are some have gold and silver and many notes to spend. There are others in this world also who have but little pens. And that's the way from day to day this month goes a sure. So marvelous and in their riches flow whilst Lord are very to market to fetch potatoes, oats or hay. You're sure to meet your comrades there. You're sure to get drunk that day. And when you're drunk you're shouting and breaking on the death. Making a rich man of the publican and a poor man of yourself. And that's the way from day to day. sober and he'll attend us all but rise around within his shop and the police he will call then shove you out and through the door till the barracks you'll be rolled shivering there next morning in 
that cold and damp blank hole. And that's the way from day to day this world goes, I'm sure. Some are rolling their riches down, while it's more are very poor. Well, of course, you'll get a summons to appear the next court day. Was he drunk or disorderly? The magistrate will say. And according to the evidence, all laid out on the ground, well, you might be fine ten shilling fines, or otherwise one pound. And that's the way, from day to day, this world goes, I'm sure. Some are rolling in their riches now, while it's You can pay or go to jail, or better point find a stone of coal, or a bag of Indian mail. To support your little family in the times that are getting on, or a pound of Irish bacon now, to be sizzling in the pan. And that's the way, from day to day. After that song, I, you know, I want to get into a kind of Christmassy buzz, but also I thought that in the interests of a fair balance, I had to play The Ballad of Jesus Christ by Ding Dong Denny O'Reilly. Do you know, it's at times like this, you really appreciate the power and value of Soul Seek. I was looking around for a copy just in the interests of fairness and balance and everything um, of The Ballad of Jesus Christ by Ding Dong Danny O'Reilly and the only place I could find at all in, in the whole world was one lone copy like some WMA files on Soulseek okay I'm glad we finally got there The Battle of Jesus Christ by Ding Dong Danny O'Reilly In the little town of Nazareth, two thousand years ago, there lived a hard like Jesus Christ, the hardest ever known. They say he was so tough, cause he was burdened in a shed. And be six months old, he had a bleeding bounty on his head. Jesus, oh Jesus, the school is being nice. With all the sports in Israel, he could not be enticed. Jesus, oh Jesus, it's funny you never rolled. Cause it's you I do be shooting for 
each time I shoot below. He said me ma's a virgin and sure no one disagreed. Cause he knew a lad who walks on water's handy where he's feet. And then there was poor Lazarus even though the chap was dead. When Jesus fucking told him he got up and took his bed. Jesus, oh Jesus, the school is bleeding nice. With all the scores in Israel he could not be enticed. Jesus, oh Jesus, this money I never rode. Cause it's you I do be shooting for each time I shoot below. At one of his big flashes, sure he told five thousand sinners. Taste some bread and a couple of fish, now that's your bleeding dinner. He told us that his blood was made completely up of wine. And anyone as man as that's a bleeding friend of mine. Jesus, oh Jesus, this cool is bleeding nice. With all the scores in Israel, he could not be enticed. Jesus, oh Jesus, this money you never rode. As a two I do be shooting for each time I shoot below. When he tried to crucify him, he proved he's hard as nails. Even after killing him, he up and fucking bailed. Then again, a few weeks later, he says that I'll be heading. I won't be seeing yous again until the Armageddon. Jesus, oh Jesus, the school is bleeding nice. Where all the scores in Israel, he could not be enticed. Jesus, oh Jesus, it's funny I never wrote. Cause it's you I do be shooting for each time I shoot me loud. It's you I do be shooting for each time I shoot me loud. It's you I do be shooting for each time I shoot me. Jesus! Ding dong, then you're already there. And uh, right now I'm opening this beer. It's a uh, Le Chouf. You probably know of, and you know, all the people when they want to drink strong Belgian beers. The Shoof is kind of there waiting for them. But this one is like a special one. It's kind of a like a winter beer. The little dwarfs in the front have Santi hats on. And it's 10% in volume. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, okay. It's, it's dark in colour. Uh, okay, there's a lot going on there. Smell-wise... Um, I'm imagining there's going to be have that like residual sweetness there's going to be like kind of like candy-ish kind of thing going on yeah fuck that's really fucking sweet Jesus um, right um, someone sent me this song earlier on and they said I should listen to it I know what it is and I've heard people saying terrible things about it but you know I like to judge things on their own merit except when they're The Fairy Tale of New York by Bon Jovi <laughs> so here is where I played Fairy Tale of New York by Bon Jovi um, but with respect to my more sensitive listeners, I've decided to edit it out of the show. Okay, that's um, really actually knocked the wind out of my sails. I kind of feel sad now. I feel like I shouldn't have done that. Um, right, what I've got left here in the selection is um, a spiced blueberry stout. That's 7% in volume. A Whiplash Imperial Stout that's 10% and that's called Fatal Deviation and then there's one more called Let It End 
futuristic stout, 11%. I think I'm going to forgo the spiced one, leave that for another day, and I'm going to go for the fatal deviation. Um, with regards to what I'm going to play next on the show, uh, right, I, I had a, like one or two ideas. I, we're, oh, Jesus Christ, we all need a proper palate cleanser after that. I think we just... I need to play something that's really fucking good really fucking good Um, I'm going to play something by the voice squad this is one of my actual favourite songs of all time this is the Sheep's Theatre and I hope that whatever harm I've caused that this will redress the balance somewhat but do you know what? Before I do that, I'm going to have to open the next can, which is uh, also from Whiplash, and it's called Fatal Deviation. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's not going to be too fatal because it is 10%. Fuck. Um, oh, it looks absolutely amazing. Pouring out a can. It's like... Even the foam that's coming off it. You know the way when you get a, like a... Fuck, a good Imperial Stout. It's like... Even the foam off it isn't... It's like a proper, like, good, dark, tan colour. I know we're not meant to be into the tans in this country, but this is, like, fucking... It's like, already I'm getting... Okay, I had to have a little sup there off the phone because it was spitting, but already getting like, you know, like kind of raisiny, fig kind of uh, flavours. Nice toasty element to it. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking love it. Yeah, proper, 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 proper. Anyway, um, I'm going to enjoy this. While you hopefully enjoy that, which is the sheep stealer by the voice squad. I am a brisk lad whose fortune is bad, and I am misfortune that poor, but indeed I intend my fortune to man. And to build a house down on the moor, me brave boys. And to build a house down on the moor. Me brother does keep fat oxen and sheep in a neat little neck on the downs. And in the middle of the night, when the moon does shine bright, there's a great deal of work to be done, me brave boys. There's a great deal of work to be done. I'll walk all around on another Sheep for me own, and with the 
And it's then I will carry it home. Me children, will you the skin from the you? And I will be weathering on. And when the constables do come, I will stand with my and I'll swear all I have is me only brave boys. And I'll swear all I have is me own. So here we are coming towards the end of the show and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what this feeling is I have inside me. I'm kind of thinking like, well, I definitely know that I don't want it to end, but I'm thinking, is that because I'm enjoying doing the show so much or is, is it because I'm drinking and I, I don't want to stop drinking because that's something that happens sometimes too. Um, I just don't know. But all I want to say is I fucking... Uh, I'm very, very, very grateful to everybody who has paid some attention to the show who's like reposted stuff who's like done the patreon things and you're all very fucking sound i i think it's it's kind of mad that people are into this kind of to me it feels like the stuff i'm into is kind of niche and like all the stuff i'm into is kind of like a niche kind of stuff but I think no, I've only kind of found out that there's so many people who are kind of getting stuff from this and from this thing I'll be doing It's yeah it's been a year since I started doing it fucking amazing I I don't know what to say um, people are fascinating people are wonderful and people are great all in their own little ways I find it hard to feel negative feelings towards anybody really in the world now don't get me wrong but in general people are fucking sound most people are fucking sound Mm. look I'm going to stick this last song on and I'm going to cry a couple of fucking salty nuggets of woe for all the people that I've loved of my life that aren't here anymore and I I wish us all the best look after yourselves look after each other please like no I've no I've no like I've no fancy final words it's been a long fucking haul I haven't drank this much in ages there's a whole table in front of me full of empty cans and fucking all I can express is my fucking love for humanity and my love for people and my love for anybody whoever you are fucking love you all good luck <laughs>
Hey. 
Diddle, 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 diddle